Tell him. This girl says she got a donkey. She about to make a hip swing all night long. Oh, na, na. Oh, na, na. Oh, na, na. two dudes just two guys casting just two dudes in the studio so so d schneids did college radio he did wow he did he wants to be on the cast yeah gave us props well i mean like do you remember back in the day we were in high school we always because every morning we'd go to like pike for uh law class or whatever Mm -hmm. our dream was to be bob and tom or whatever the fuck yeah yeah dude bob and tom's still killing it i know and they're fucking terrible i'll say it yeah I can't stand them, dude. I like tried. I like tried my damnedest to listen to him in the morning. Yeah. And then after like a month, I know everybody around here loves him, but after a month, I was just like, "This is fucking. This is unlistenable." Well, that's the thing. Once you start listening to podcasts where guys are actually, and like I'm like I'm not sure it's their fault, like Bob and Tom Radio, whatever thing is. I think it's just the fault that like they can't just talk shit. No, like, they can't. You know, they can't. I mean, it's radio. But goddamn, if they made a fuckload of money. Oh yeah. Yeah, I wish people would give me fuckloads of money for me too. Just giving up two hours of my time every weekend. This is <laughs> this is a job, ladies and gentlemen. It is. I mean, you might not think it's a job, but like I, I legitimately get, and I'm only edits it, so I get stressed out. I'm like, a, I have to do it. <laughs> B, you know, I have to think about what to say on these things. I have to get a crew together to do them. B, I have to edit it. Then I have to do it. The mental circus that is publishing it and wondering what people are thinking about, it, which is. Serious homework. All for us to have made a whopping total of $15. Yeah. I'm still trying to put... Guys. Patreon. Patreon.com slash basement crew radio. Please, Please give, just give us money. Just give me your fucking money, man. You're not, not asking that, for a lot. I mean, I'm not... Nobody has a gun to your head. They're not making you. Just fucking do it, man. We already know I you like your heart. It. We already know you like the podcast. Just show <laughs> us, okay? Oh, it's a fucking... I mean, I don't know. It's like, dude, I listen to other like podcasts who get like a lot of like Patreon money, right? And I'm thinking like, they say they don't like they don't care, right? If we had 300 patrons, do you know how much better this podcast would be? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Three hundred. What? What's our? It's five bucks. As a fifteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah, just to talk. Just a fucking bullshit. I already do this, and it's I really I pay I paid to talk to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those situations like, yeah, I guess I'll just pay a thousand dollars to be able to talk to my friends <laughs> once a week. But it's official. But it's official, and now it's like a binding contract. So since <laughs> I bought it, my friends feel out of guilt the fact <laughs> they need to come talk to me. <laughs> Dude, what we need? We need some fucking camera equipment. We need to record this. I know that's coming up here in about a month. That's coming. I've already. You like, can also ask for some money. <laughs> like you don't have to buy it all yourself. Yeah, I know. I mean, if you want to, I'm not going to stop you. Yeah, I know. But like, <laughs> I will. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's coming down the pike here in about a month. We're going to start the camera. It feels thing. a lot more official than Joey's house, though. I know, right? Yeah, it's like a little studio. It is. It's not yeah, and there, dark mustiness that is. I know. <laughs> just, well, there's enough room for like four or five of us, and it's not yeah. disgusting. You can put have, a fucking 
camera in the corner, you get the mm-hmm. whole thing. Yeah. And we don't have to be, like make it like studio official. I mean, this is basically as studio as official as it's going to get. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about getting a banner. You could put some shit on the walls. I was going to get a basement crew radio banner right yeah. up here. It only costs like 50 bucks to make. And if <laughs> worst comes to worst, we still don't, have, <laughs> we still don't get money. <laughs> and we just have a cool banner for the podcast. Something to remember it by. Yeah. It is funny to do this when you're not making money. Because you like you... Like you try to carpet, like you try to logically think about it. And you're like, okay, what's this giving me out of my life? You know, and obviously financially, we're struggling. You know, maybe five years down the road, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's how Matt and Shane started out. They were just like, we could be just like them, dude. They were just getting fucked up, getting high, and like podcasting. And like, dude, the first like seventy five episodes, you hear about them, like you hear them like joke around about it. They're like, dude, we are fucking like, I think. Shane was living on a mattress in Matt's basement. Literally didn't have enough like money to buy beans to eat throughout the week, <laughs> you know. And now, dude, they have sixty-eight thousand pa- fucking patrons. Yeah, take sixty-eight thousand times five, and that's how much they make a month—just a month. Dude, did you know that you can become an Amazon affiliate for free off their site? Yeah, and then you, so basically, like you post shit on. It's not Patreon. What's what's another fucking Pinterest? Pinterest, yeah, or like Etsy or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. And then if people click on it and buy it. You get commission off that. Yeah. That blows my fucking mind. Yeah. Like, why isn't everyone doing that? Why am I not doing? It? I just found out about it last night. My mom started doing it for like t-shirts and stuff like that off of Etsy. Like, we'll say around Christmas time. And she's like, "Yeah, you and Tabby can do it too." I'm like, "Awesome." Well, once I figure out how to get enough money to eat. Um, then I'll definitely get ahead and, you know, go ahead and do that. That's the problem with most of these things. It's like, yeah, they're easy to do once you have money. Well, this is free. No, yeah, I know. But like it takes, in order to A, worry about these things, you have to worry about A, how you're going to put a fucking roof over your head, you know? True. I'm just thinking if I could like sit down and do like a thousand fucking items mm-hmm. that were attached to my name, because mm-hmm. you probably get shit commission. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be anything. But if I have thousands of items. Yeah. Then it all accumulates. I'm going to rest my feet up against this chair. I know it's going to be a game changer. Oh, fuck. There we go. So, folks, we were supposed to see Oppenheimer today. That was... That went to shit. That went to shit, folks. So Everybody's pawning in a car. Yeah, Joey, Joey actually went to U.S. and showed up at 9 o'clock in the morning. He's like, hey, I want to sell my fucking car because... Um, for some reason, I still don't have enough money to eat. Even like <laughs> you made in vicious, vicious fucking debate since. <laughs> so he's been <laughs> for, for 2002 Chevy Colorado. <laughs> oh my god, no, it's not. Oh, fuck. It At least it's not like a Buick LeSabre. No, you know, just it's like Joey. I mean, I really wish like I was part of me like he would show up in like a fucking like. 90s geo tracker afterwards oh, i hope it's the shittiest <laughs> car now, and he has a really nice car now too he does he has such a nice car it's like a 2021 like toyota something yeah it's like 50 miles a gallon it's probably a little over and it was that. you know what he needs to do his dad fucking works for toyota yeah they have that fucking program where you basically just i don't i don't know exactly how it works but you get a car super 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 fucking cheap yeah well that's how we got that car what the fuck's he doing? That's how we got it. It's, it's not expensive. He told me all about it. Like when he first got it, he's like, Yeah, my dad hooked me up with his car, and like my payments are really low, and like my insurance is low. And she's like, Well, this is before the DUI. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but 
anyway, I'm like, awesome, cool. Well, anyway, so folks, like, I'm not going to put Joey's business out on the street, like how much he makes and stuff, but I'll just, I'll just say it like this. Joey makes ma- a good living, makes a good living, right? It's not, I mean, don't get me wrong. We're all peasants. All of our, mm. like, basement radio is full of peasants, but Joey makes a good living, right? Doesn't really need for anything. Has a house as a 25-year-old male, you know, in a reasonably nice neighborhood. Doesn't live in, like, the slums or anything like that. Uh, has a good vehicle and doesn't like never wears new clothes, never buys anything new. So really has nothing to spend it on for some fucking reason though. He is doing everything short of selling his plasma recently. And our one friend actually, that's our other buddy. That's our other buddy. He's (laughs) literally, so I'm not even kidding. He's selling his plasma twice a week. He's selling his plasma eight times. How much you fucking get for that? I'm going to look that up. He told me he makes, um, $200, Every time he sells his plasma. What? So he makes $400 a week just selling his plasma. I'll fucking sell plasma $400 a week. I know, but I think it fucks you up. It's probably not good for it's you. It's not though. good for you. I think you need plasma. I don't know what plasma is, but I'm just that's like, the uh, That's the fluid that carries your blood. Yeah, see, you need that. Yeah. That's something you need, I think. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm, folks, I'm not smart. I, like I said before, I had a 2.3 GPA, but I think that's something you need. <laughs> <clears throat> no. Well, Joseph, you know, off off podcast, we'll edit this one out. The last yeah. time, and you know, maybe he is broke, and I, I I just don't know. But last time that he was telling me he was so broke that he couldn't afford to do anything, he showed me his checking account, and he had like dollars in it. Yeah, it's amazing. And I was like, Joey, you can afford to go to the movies. Yeah. Man, yeah, this one out. Maybe Joey's like fucking definition of wealth is he's <laughs> got to have like yeah, half dude. a million checking before like, he Joey, can go like when, live life. If you have that much money, like you can for sure like do things. You don't have to like stay in your house and drink. Yeah. That's the other thing too. It's like it's not healthy to like spend your money just to drink by yourself in your house because you're like I don't. I'm too fucking poor for everything. And yeah. meanwhile, you're fucking poisoning yourself on that basis. Yeah, dude. I've not read. I. Uh, I went two whole fucking weeks without drinking. Did you really? I did. How do you feel? Feel good? Uh, I had a drink last night, but mm-hmm. just one. Yeah, I feel good. You're probably going to drink tonight since Cody and those guys are coming over. You know, I really haven't had the hankering to drink since my bachelor party. Yeah. Like, I think I just drank enough. You don't need it, bro. No. Yeah, you can have a good time. With and it, it's really not... Uh, like, I like drinking around people. Yeah. But uh, I don't really, like... I went through a phase where I really like drinking by myself, like that, just fucking that's getting the, hammered that's playing the, video games. That's the best phase to be in, by the way. That's God, it's fun, but man, you fun. fucking you dig you dig that Dude, hole. I don't know what it is, but whatever age it is, it is, folks. Like whatever age you went through, like I was like the first time you figure out how fun it is to get fucking hammered by yourself is one of the most dangerous feelings. It's like it's like you just so figured dangerous. out. It's like you just figured out how to make the atom bomb, and you're like, oh fuck, I can do this by myself like oh my god so one day you wake up and you look in the mirror and you've put on the average size of a fourth grader and you're like god damn what the fuck's happened to me you strapped a fourth grader to your body in alcohol no dude i remember the first time uh first time i figured it out was like during our senior year in high school right like during the spring i literally like i can't remember what it was i like hurt my back one day right and um, obviously wasn't going to go to the doctor to get pain pills or anything like that. Yeah. So I hurt my back, went home, like, fuck it, dude, I'm hurting so bad. I just started <laughs> drinking by myself, and I put on Interstellar, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, I found a cheat code to life. <laughs> so, dude, uh, 
I like, um, I was trying to make myself feel better about the whole thing. So I'm like, okay, I can do this twice a week. Mm-hmm. Right. And we had like two or three months of school at this point. Like, okay. So twice a week I'll come home. I'll get shit faced <laughs> <laughs> by myself. I'll play video games, watch a nice movie. I'm like, I'm on, I'm almost done with school, bro. I mean, like life's about to get super easy. It wasn't at all about to get super easy. No. <laughs> okay. So then it like climax. I'm like, what? Three weeks. I mean, like three times a week isn't going to hurt anybody. You it know? always starts. Dude. Oh, it always starts. And you got like, you got to the point where like by the time we graduated, like f- literally four or five nights a week, like almost every day of the week, I was getting sh- just shit housed by myself. Dude, when I was still in the Coast Guard. I don't even know how the fuck I did it. When I was like 20, 21, mm-hmm. dude, I would get fucking annihilated like till 3 a.m., yeah. pass the fuck out, wake up at like 6, going to work, shit faced. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> like, dude, I did some of my best welding I've ever done. I was probably fucking flammable. Just shit house, bro. Yeah. And, uh, you probably fucking, told the guys like, "Yeah, family's going good, friends are going good, <laughs> life great. is going great." <laughs> because it's not depressing until six months down the road, and like you notice, like you said, you put down, you put on the equivalent of a fourth grader yeah, on your yeah. body, and like you're, I mean, probably like if you go get like blood work done, like shit's not looking too good, right? And you, no, you're definitely not healthy. Yeah, and then it starts to come to the point where like every time you drink, all your demons start to get brought up, and you're like. I'm fucking satanic. Yeah. Like, I'm a horrible person. I'm, such, I'm failing at life. <laughs> I fucking hate myself. And then you go through that character arc, and you come out, you come down the other side, and I mean, pastures are greener. You say arc, but that's some people like flatline at that point. They're just like, dude, that's them through life. Bro. Yeah. I knew this guy. Um, I was locked up with him. His name is uh, Shaky Dave, right? <laughs> and uh, so for the first like three months, and I, I was fucking with this guy because <laughs> he couldn't move his body. I'd like, like fake trip him, like, <laughs> like, 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 you know, like shit like that, and just like fuck with him, like, like rub his back. And um, actually, one day, like two months after I met him, he asked somebody, he's like, "Hey, uh, you know that uh, Mason kid?" He was always pretty young at this point. And they're like, "Yeah." He's like. Boy, what a homosexual if I ever saw one. And the guy was like, oh, no, he's joking. He's like, you're telling me he's not gay. And the, guy, and the guy's like, no, he's not. He goes, boy, he has felt me up quite a bit. I mean, for a straight man, that's awful odd. But anyway, so <clears throat> the first two or three months I knew him, I thought he was 75 years old, right? <laughs> dude, I, though you couldn't convince me he wasn't 75. I'm like, wow, dude, what a life. Like, you're like you're locked up with me at 75 years old. And since one day he goes, I'm 49. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, I just started laughing in his face. <laughs> just laughing directly, like spit, like spittle landing on his face, laughing. He's like, What's so fucking funny? I'm like, There's no fucking way you're 49. I'm like, You are every bit of 86. <laughs> and dude, he he looked every bit of 75. Like, he was just beat up and he, thought he had the shakes. Like, he'd walk around, like, shaking because he was having the DTs. <laughs> And dude, he like he wouldn't even walk across the floor. He would just shuffle like this because he lost the balance in his gait through alcohol. To even walk anymore. God damn. I know. Yeah, dude. I don't know. You got you, you got to come out of that. You got to come out of that uh, that phase, or it's a it's a dark. Road. I know. Cause sometimes you don't come out. Like I'm sober for like seven years, and like um. Like, every once in a while, I have somebody ask me, right? Like, whether it's, like, family or friends, we're like, hey, do you think you could have a drink again without turning into, like, a complete alcoholic? I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, probably. I could probably have a couple drinks, right, without doing that. But I'm like, do you know how much of a gamble that is? Yeah, why would you? When you've gone through fucking, like, multiple years of drinking by yourself, 
Starts out, you're watching Interstellar. Shit is sweet. Then it gets to the point where you're moaning at five o'clock in the morning, <laughs> listening to fucking Third Eye Blind, just fucking like <laughs> just howling at the moon because you've I'm done horrible things. You hate yourself, right? And it's like, dude, I mean that was so bad. Like to risk that, it, like to put my life on black and it just show up red. Yeah, is like the biggest game. Well, it's just, there's no point. Like you ever meet somebody who's like an AA and they like they've been through the ringer, they've lost their like children, parents, friends, whatever it is, you know, because they're such a fucking alcoholic it's like dude that's such a gamble to like and that's what confused me about joe is because joe is the only person i know who will go through states of being like uh like egregious alcoholic and he'll go sober for like a month yeah fine and he's the only person or I know. fucking multiple months yeah he's the only person i know that can like and we, we we've talked about it like joe's personality is all in or all out all out he, there, it, it's with everything. No, yep, he has never met like like even in like this sounds stupid. Like high school football, I mean, dude, he was like when he was all in, he was all in. But when he was checked out, like he would fake an injury, and like literally, like he would trip and sit out the whole game. Yeah, I, I mean, that. dude, like one of the most impressive things I've ever seen is when he got fucking diced up, like cover model diced up under two hundred pounds. Yeah. And all he was eating was ground turkey and fucking green beans yep. for like seven months. Yeah. Like who, what other fucking person on the planet could solely eat green beans and turkey, ground turkey for seven months and lose? I bet he lost every bit of 70 pounds. Oh my God. Yeah. He was, I mean, or he came to visit me. He was, dude, he was like set diced up, bro. I yeah. mean, just like a model looking. And then. Like the other, like the opposite side of the spectrum. Like he also, like in the same breath, did that and then turned around and gained ninety five pounds back. Yep, more than he lost, and then was probably one of the biggest alcoholics to have ever walked the earth. There for a hot minute, yeah. Since yeah. he quit the gas, and yeah, he's been he's been good. Yeah, I mean it's cool. I mean, dude, we've all been alcoholics. Since oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. All of us. I mean, hundred percent. My whole my whole friend group is like either former or current alcoholics. That's fine. Yeah, dude, it all comes in. You gotta find a. You gotta find a good woman. You, dude, you have to. You have to. You find have a to good find woman. a good woman. If you don't find a, like a woman to like stabilize your life, you never break the character arc. No, dude, it's like you're just constantly going from being Anakin, Darth Vader, Anakin, Darth Vader. You know, it's just like <laughs> you do. You wake up, you're like, you know what? I feel like being Darth Vader for a good six fucking months. <laughs> then you just start slaying battle ones. <laughs> the battle ones just walking around your life. You're just fucking cutting them in the head, bro. And then after that, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go back to being air, like, I'm going back to being Anakin. I'm gonna fucking fight with the clones. It's gonna be cool. And then you go back to the dark side. Yeah, it is, dude. And Joey did. Joey found himself a gal. So, <laughs> we uh, made fun of him so much, so much work. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel bad about that now. Yeah, I know, thought I look- thought it was just like a little fling thing, but yeah, it's pretty serious. It's pretty serious. We're gonna leave Y out of the podcast. <laughs> But we've made fun of him so much for just for simply finding somebody who cares about him. It's like, how funny is it? Feel, feel pretty bad about that one. At the moment, he finds somebody who just reasonably, who just slightly cares about him. Just like, and it wasn't just us, dude. It was fucking everybody, everybody. that we've ever associated with was just like. <laughs> He woke up one day and he's like, oh my God, like I found somebody who cares about me and like 
likes me for who I am. And we're just like, dude, you're so fucking gay. <laughs> just, just dropped a bomb on him like Hiroshima. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave that one live. <laughs> yeah. From now on. Oh, oh. You ever sometimes think about like getting to the gates of heaven and just God rips out a picture of Joey and he's like, you know what you did? <laughs> you remember this guy? <laughs> you remember this guy? Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh Christ! Yeah, uh, he he he. <laughs> he's a good sport about it, though. <laughs> you know? I think. <laughs> Better he's gonna red wedding the wedding. <laughs> that would be one of the greatest arcs of all time, dude. If it he's like whipped out a gun and was like, fucking <laughs> 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 killed everybody. That'd be so funny, dude. Oh fuck! <sighs> be like lying there dying on the floor. Be like nice, <laughs> nice. I saw this coming in my way. Uh, that yeah, this would, is yeah, that would truly be the Ender's game. Would, dude. Yep. <clears throat> Joseph. Joseph. All right, so we're gonna get these shots of the podcast. Um, you should, you should try to recreate and code tonight. Yeah, try to recruit them. Be nice to have those guys on. Think they'd be down to do it. Yeah. Think City would even be down to do it. Yeah, I know. No dude, we got a fucking lifting crew now. I know. That's why I heard. I heard it's you guys nice. squad. That's nice. City, Aiden, Cody, me, Joe. And here about a month. Dwight. I, I might transition over there. I might, dude, you should. I might hop over to that gym. Dude, you should fucking get into powerlifting. <sighs> I know. That's, I, we're here about a month. I'm, I'm thinking about doing it, dude. Because I need, I need a, I need like a group of guys. I need swole mates to push me. Yeah. You know? I'm worthless by myself. I know. I'm not like, as much as I think I'm Bruce Wayne, like I can just push myself like like purely from like the darkness of my life just to fuel the fire of lifting i can't no it's too much it runs out i mean it gets really hot you can stoke the fire but then it just runs out yeah like if i don't have someone to go with i just won't go yeah i mean i'll go but like i just like like you ever do like the same exercises like over and over you're like okay yeah i'm just 30 pound dumbbells just curl this and squat 135 and it's like you're not getting anything done no and also i think that like for me having a coach and a program mm. also have to have it. I won't get the coach, but I will get the program. I don't need to get a coach. Me, I, I'm not. No, I'm past that in my life, brother. I don't need another man to want you. <laughs> but the program's pretty sick. Program, I do Show need it to you. Yeah, I just need something to run off. Like I need to go to the gym, like not think about what I have to do, and just read what I have to. So we did yesterday, day one. Let me read this. Photo. It was fucking horrible. Okay. Top set target, competition squad. Two sets, five reps. See, that's what I'm working with. That's all I want. All okay. paused. Really? Yeah. So you pause even on your squats? Yeah, at the bottom. It's yeah. fucking horrible. I see. I will say, though, I've never... I actually looked back at videos last year. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing this for about a year now. And my five reps last year, I was only doing like fucking 275 295 we did 350 yesterday mm-hmm. feels good okay i gotta text cool tell them we're not going to the movies since we've because we are not going to the movies correct i guess not you said it no i want to go <laughs> i do too but i don't <laughs> just fucking dude okay i got text cool because he was wanting to go well, now i told cody we aren't okay so hey bro we're not Okay, we're not going to movies anymore. Go next Sunday. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, back to our conversation. I feel bad for Cole. Also, I've texted him 30 minutes before we had to go. Matter of fact, pause. I'm going to text him. Damn. Cole's beat up about it. He's pumped on Hiroshima. He wanted to go. That's right. There's no Hiroshima in it. No. No. Was it Nagasaki? No. It's the Trinity test. The Trinity test. It's July 16th, 1995. Oh, so it's all about them like testing. Yeah, it's the Nagasaki. first. It's the first nuclear detonation. Okay, so it's not about dropping the thing. No. Damn, we're going to see it next weekend. Yeah. No, I really want to see it. I Me, mean, you, Tavi, stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not bucking off this. Don't fucking bail on me, bro. I, I've, I've got to see this in theaters. I'm if not. if I don't, I'm going to freak out, bro. We, we will see it in theaters. Okay. Um, but yeah. You should get the program. Yeah. You have a whole fucking squad. How do I have to pay for the program? Yeah. Yeah, it's worth how much you pay a month? Uh, coaching program and everything. It's 60 a month. <sighs> or if I could talk just to pay for the program. Probably. Probably. I don't think Joey's been... I don't think Joey's paid once. Really? I think, like, Greg sees the potential, and he, like, doesn't want to lose him. Oh, he just wants to meld him? Yeah. yeah. So, so, like, it's been, like, three months since Joey's paid anything. <laughs> He's just like, well, this one's really big, so we can just not go ahead and request money from him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping he does the one on October 15th with me. What competition? Yeah. Oh, yeah, folks. So, you don't know this, but Davin, we talked about it last weekend, but he competed in a powerlifting competition, got third. Third place. Somehow. Big dog. I have faith in you. I thought you'd probably place around, you know, around that third or fourth. Yeah. Yeah. First and second, I was no way. Yeah. So what were the numbers from the guys who placed first and second? Uh, the guy who placed first opened with a 600-pound squat. Yeah, you're not going to do that. No, no. And he finished with like 620. It was like 702-pound deadlift mm. and like a 460-pound bench or something. How old was this guy? I don't know. He looked yeah. about my age. No shit. He's in my. He was the same weight class. Just a really strong individual. Yeah. 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 I mean, those are ridiculous. Uh, those are ridiculous. Do you think you'll ever get close to those numbers? I definitely think I can squat and deadlift five hundred by October. You think so? Yeah. Deadlift for sure. Squat. I'd be crazy if you could 80%. squat five hundred. That's seventy pounds, dude, by October. No. I think squat four thirty. Yeah, but then I turned around Monday and. Squatted 460. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So why the fuck do you... Because, okay, so we were going for a total. Yeah. And you only had so many attempts, right? Yeah. So you don't want to fuck up your attempt. Yeah, so we got to... Obviously, your first one is super... Mm -hmm. Is, like, super light. And then the second one was, like, somewhere in the middle. We got to the third one, and it was like, okay, do... We do what I know I can do. Yeah current maxes or do we try to push it and maybe miss it yeah so we went with current maxes well it's probably good your first competition so at least you know what you like yeah and then that's that's all that he wanted to do was just yeah. like get a total <clears throat> that we can then work off of yeah now i'd say in october you probably push those chips in yeah and fucking you know go for what gold silver bronze or gold defense bronze, there yeah. like the only reason i got third was because there's only four people in my weight class oh I beat a guy. You shouldn't have said that on the podcast. I don't care. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I, I placed third place and there was only two of us. <laughs> so, <laughs> the other guy was just that much stronger than that me. That much stronger than the game first and second. No, I mean, you know, you could place first just because there's nobody in your weight class. Oh, yeah. That happened. Yeah. I mean, that's out of the question. 
like uh, I don't know. There's this one's capped at 45 people. Yeah. In October, it's in New Albany. Hmm. So we'll see. I miss competition, dude. Like I miss like competing. Dude, I hadn't competed in shit in so long. Yeah. I was so fucking nervous, yeah. dude. The night before, like, dude, I I forced myself to eat, and it's, I was like, I'm gonna puke. I got up there for that first squat and was like shaking like a fucking leaf. Dude, it's such a good feeling, like just being like nervous about something mm -hmm. again. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause like we've gone however many years without really like like it's gotten to the point where like I compete at work. It sounds so fucking stupid, but like, no, 100%, like yeah. I compete at work. Like I'm gonna paint this car or this semi better than the guy next to me can paint it. Yeah, you know, and I'll legitimately like have that in my head. Like I have to do better than him. Yeah, not only because I want to do my work good, but like I just want to be better. You know, and it's it's like totally not like. Uh probably like not what you think like i feel like a lot a lot of people would do it if but they don't think they're like strong enough there's really yeah. no like entry requirement because nobody is like like everybody uh like nobody's going to the arnold competition yeah and yeah i mean there was one girl there that she's like nationally ranked oh really yeah she's strong as fuck mm. she squatted 430 was this at 430 yeah a female yeah God damn. Yeah, she got first. How big were the thighs? Fucking huge. Yeah, that's what I thought. Probably had beer cakes for thighs. Mm -hmm. The only problem with having big thighs like that, like my legs are slowly growing. I'm trying to grow my legs forever. Like I said, Brett really hurt my feelings about two months ago. <laughs> Called me out. And it's, it's fine. It's cool. I mean, honestly, I needed somebody to tell me I wasn't squatting heavy enough. I needed that again. You know, ever since I've been trying to like squat heavy and they're getting a little bigger. The only problem with that is you get so fucking chafed, dude. Yeah. You know, once your thighs start rubbing together. Dude, I don't know. I wear boxer shorts. Yeah. Never change. See, that's probably the problem. I wear like, two, like my underwear is so tight on my that's, fucking thighs. I can't wear the briefs, dude. Get the chub rub. Yep. And it does suck. Too. I'll walk around like a cowboy at work all day. Just like, <laughs> it'll be like 10 o'clock in the morning. I'll look over like my buddy who's working. I'm like, it's going to be a long one today. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I am raw already. Dude, I, I've had that happen before. I, I had to leave a job site one time when I was still plumbing. Yeah. To like go find the nearest hardware store because yeah. I was like, I need fucking monkey butt powder or something. Oh, dude, apparently, if you put like deodorant in like your inner thighs really? and like next to your nuts, apparently it works. Hmm. I remember hearing that from a uh, former friend who's no longer a friend, a uh, traitor, if you will. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> it's good. I don't know, it. dude. It's, it's, it was, it was so much fun. And like, you know, the crowd cheered for everybody. Yeah. Like my fucking measly ass deadlift and this mm -hmm. dude's seven hundred pound deadlift. Mm -hmm. Like everybody was still stoked. Everybody's still like patting you on the back. Like all the other lifters. Like you get the white lights and everybody's like giving you fist bumps and shit. Yeah. So it's just like a really welcoming community of people. Yeah. Yeah, which it should be. I mean, like everybody at the end of the day, you're just trying to like get better at fitness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's no reason to be a prick and like I'm fucking you see my fucking national rankings here. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Bro, do you remember how jacked we would get uh, back in the day on like the strongman competition? Yeah. We treated it like the Olympics. We thought it was like the Hunger Games. Fucking. And for some reason, Joey did not win every year. I'm ranked 20,000th, 20, 922nd. Mm. Damn. Yeah. So you were one of the 20, there's 20,000 people in the world. Who are just stronger than you. Or no. 
not in the world, but in the country. No, this is in the world. Oh, this in the world? Yeah, this is open powerlifting. It's pretty crazy. You can look up fucking anyone on this website. Oh, shit. See their last competition. Yeah. From any federation. There's probably a good amount of people who really aren't that much stronger than you. They just put, like, slightly better numbers up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Larry Wheels. Larry Wheels? Yeah. Yep. His, uh, his best in competition was 870, 645, and 845, 855. 645 bench? Yeah. I feel like my shoulders would tear off. Mm-hmm. I feel like the gravity of the thing would just compl- like my body would roll. Yeah, I can't comprehend like holding that in my hands. No, it doesn't even make sense. Like it's like talking about like quantum mechanics and shit. But yeah, you can like get on this site and look up uh, everything by whatever like dot score. That's mm-hmm. how they fucking like score you based on your age, weight, gender, yada mm-hmm. yada yada. Like this number one in the world is some Marinia Gasparian. She had a thirteen fifty total. With she? a five, yeah, with a five hundred and seventy-three pound squat, two ninety-two bench, and a forty-five deadlift, and she weighs one hundred and twenty-three pounds. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah, she definitely takes steroids though. Yeah, one hundred percent takes steroids. There's no way you're not taking steroids. That's pretty cool. You can look up anybody. Yeah, like I, I, I spent like an entire day. Like I looked up Mark Henry, you know, the old WWE wrestler. Yeah. Turns out he was a really strong guy. That wasn't oh, yeah. just like a WWE thing. Yeah. Mark Henry, I haven't heard that name forever, dude. Yeah, I heard like back in high school, but world's strongest man. Yeah, no, I haven't at all, dude. The, uh, there's a bunch of people though that like are fucking around with that trend and D ball and like arms and shit that have oh, been yeah. dying lately. Like Joe Static, remember him? Yeah, just I don't, died. Like I don't dude. know if he died necessarily from steroids. I heard something you, that had to do with COVID. You cannot keep yourself, you know, at sub ten percent body fat year no. round. Like, your organs will fail. Yeah, it's just not good for your body. No. Yeah. That's just from, like, I mean, I get, like, it's nice to have a six-pack. Dude, it's just, like... If you have a six-pack, you'll have a six-pack at fucking 15% body fat. Yeah, you don't need to have, like, literally every your, fucking... Your entire vein. body's just not going to be fucking dick skin. No. Yeah, like, you you're want your entire body to be covered in veins. It's just not... You don't need that in your life. I, I was listening to some people talk about it, and that's pretty much what they chalked it up to. Yeah. Like, it's just really bad for your heart. I mean, obviously, if you're on copious amount, if you're abusing steroids and SARMs, yeah. that ain't doing anything for you either. No. I mean, if you're just blasting D-ball. Year in round. Your ass, yeah, it's not good for you. No. But neither is just being fucking 5% body yeah. fat. Like, I, but, like, I just think the crazy thing about this shit is that uh, that these guys are so young and they're going down. Oh, you remember yeah. back in the day, people used to talk shit about, like, uh, Dorian Yates and, like, Arnold and shit like that. It's like, they're old men now who are still living and fine. Yeah. I think Arnold has some like heart operations, but it's like he's he's a fucking old man. I mean, that's you know that's gonna come with age. Mm. But it's like now these guys who are like really like not much older than us are fa- like just falling out. Like because yeah. like, the show is like, well, it, dude, I've I've looked. You know, obviously I'm no fucking expert, but I've like looked at SARMs before. Yeah, just like, like what the fuck are they really? I don't know. And you get huge off them. Yeah, I mean, like my brother got huge. This, they're in just incredibly fucking bad for you. Oh, yeah. Because they were initially marketed as, like, you don't have any side effects, but you actually yeah. have more. Yeah. More side effects. Yeah. I think, like, the, uh, 
the, the thing that's so like troubling about it too is like it's it's like guys who are like 20 21 do you remember how much your testosterone was jacked up yeah, 21 through the fucking roof you're good dude you're good you can do anything you don't need more than that as long as you just go to the gym really you can eat whatever the fuck you want you're yeah. still gonna get big at 26 i still don't need like no test or anything i'm fine dude yeah i can make like great gains doing what i am and like i know in my head like if if i did do steroids which i have nothing against people that do oh yeah like, i mean do what you do i don't give yeah, a fuck i don't give a fuck you can shoot heroin with like but for me fuck. like unless i maxed out completely mm-hmm. like i was stalemated and absolutely got everything out of my body that i could get yeah then i would maybe think about it but if i did it before that yeah i it would be like an addiction because I would never be able to like be like oh, I could get this if I got off. Yeah. So then I feel like I would just do it forever. Yeah. And dude, like you feel like you know when you have more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like right now you're squatting like four sixty, but you, you like probably feel like yeah I can get like at least sixty seventy five more pounds out of myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, in a year ago, I never would have thought that I would be able to squat this. No, dude. It's, it's just... like I heard this. uh <laughs> I heard Andrew Tate say it the other day, and it had to do with like he was talking about this guy who's getting cucked basically. I don't even know who like Adam 22 is. No, from no jumper, anyway. So, Andrew Tate was talking about like, um, like back in the day when this guy first ran like the four minute mile, and nobody thought I could be done, right? Like, mm-hmm. nobody can, write, you know, run that. And the guy did it, and all of a sudden, right after he did it, everybody else started running four minute mile because like, you don't really know what you can do until you, you know. Told yeah. like one person does it who's like close to you. I bet Joey's gonna have huge gains. Oh and yeah, like you guys are probably working back. From, you know, I mean, Joey's stronger a, than I am. Yeah, oh, I mean that that goes without question. He is. If he really wanted to, he could probably compete nationally and actually do numbers. Probably, yeah, yeah. He has a physique where like he could fucking like put up some serious shit. Yeah, we're like neck and neck squatting, but mm-hmm. he's got... Oh, his deadlift is ridiculous. He's he's over me on squats. He yeah. just doesn't know it. Yeah. Such a big boy. Just big fucking dude. Just a big dude. I feel safe when I'm around him. So I'm like, dude, if anybody tried to fuck with me right now, like, imagine actually turning that wild dog over <laughs> and just like sicking him on somebody. Like, I, been, I've never seen it happen. I haven't well, either. But, but I imagine it'd be like akin to silverback. Oh, I know. He'd finally just fucking break the chains. I'm gonna lean back like you are. Get a nice little fucking position. But uh oh, there we go. Yeah, hopefully he does the one in October. Mm. But you know, Greg Greg did tell me and Joseph he made a good point. It was before the competition. I was like, God damn it, I'm so fucking nervous. Like mm-hmm. I just don't think my numbers are there. And he was like like if you if you're just doing powerlifting, yeah. chances are you're already stronger than like ninety nine percent of people. Oh yeah, you're just surrounded by that really fucking strong people. Yeah, I mean hundred percent. Like you just walk around like any basic place where people are working, and you see like just like any like any average Joe. Because I mean, like strange enough as it sounds, like people don't work out. No. They're like I don't like I'm not like I don't just mean like the majority I mean like literally 99 percent of like the country yeah it doesn't does not do work anything. out so I mean you know like I said to each their own but yeah me my Lutheran values I have to get jacked for Christ that's <laughs> that's just me I, and nothing against people who don't want to get jacked for Christ I'm just saying 
look at the Templar Knights, and that's how I want to embody myself. Most people are just really, really fat, or they're really, really skinny. <laughs> I know. Like, and you have some people who are fat skinny, and that's the worst thing of all time. Yeah, that's a tough place to be in. Yeah, I've got fat skinny before. It's not fun. It's not fun. See, now like, I can walk around and be a little fluffy, and it's okay, because I'm a fucking power lifter. Yeah, dude, you feel your belly against your t-shirt, and like all those Bud Lights are kind of churning in your stomach, and you're like... It's power I can, belly, bro. I can squat 460. <laughs> that's fucking like power belly. That's what this is for. Like another guy has a fat belly and gets a t-shirt and you're like, I bet he squats maybe. Dude, the only downside is. <laughs> you got the underwear roll. <laughs> dude, the fucking, my belt just yeah. digs into these oh, fucking love handles, yeah. dude. <laughs> dude, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to my fiance about two weeks ago when you sent me that picture of you at uh, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, you straight, straight up could have been a model. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful young, young boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like telling her how I sent back a text. I was like, "Yeah, now look at you. You're a fucking orc king," <laughs> which is fine. It's fine. But like, I like I told her, I'm like, "But who gives a fuck?" I'm like, "You know how gay it is to be a 25 year old and want to be a beautiful young boy again." I'm like, dude, grow a mustache. I just want to be a fucking strong boy. Grow a mustache, deadlift, go drink your morning coffee, and shut the fuck up. Okay, yeah. that's what it should be about. It's so. Stupid until I'd be like, oh, I want to be a hot young man again. <laughs> like, it's almost a little bit homosexual. You're like, oh, I'm not as hot as a young man as I was when I was 18. Like, who gives a fuck, man? That's so stupid. Uh, like, every once in a while, I look at senior pictures. I'm actually like skinnier than I was when I was like a kid. Yeah. You know, but like, I don't look like as, um, I'm refrain from sounding like a complete homosexual here. Uh, I don't look as uh, angelic as I used to. <laughs> right. And, uh, but it's like, who get, dude, who gives a fuck, man? When I get done with a 10-hour shift on a Tuesday, I'm not thinking about how I want to be an angelic young boy. I'm thinking about, I just did some man shift for 10 hours. I got up. The fucking hard day's work. I squatted. I drank my coffee. I went and got a McGriddle, and I put in 10 hours. Which yeah. T- point me to the boy who's doing that. No. You got to make sacrifices. When you're trying to start a family and trying to put food on the table, you're like, dude, fuck it, man. This is like... I got an hour and a half to get it in. I'm going to get in what I can get in. You get in where you fit in, son. Yep. Yep. Dude, on the weekends, if it has to be done, just get it in. Get it in. Now, since we didn't see Oppenheimer today, I would like to at least get some movie talking and talk about Christopher Nolan's discography, if you will. I'm actually curious about now. The since best director ever, yeah. Now, since our other friends who don't watch fucking movies are away from us, we can finally talk about movies. Yeah. Which yeah. for Christopher... Uh, Christopher Nolan movies. Uh, Interstellar. That's your number one. Yeah, yeah, I think it's probably my number one too. Interstellar and then Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, yeah, I'd say I has to get ranked as one as just like a, like a like a separate piece. Like Do you know what Christopher movies. Nolan's favorite movie is what one that he he can't like if he sees it on TV he'll watch the whole thing. Yeah, Talladega Nights. Are you serious? Dead fucking serious. I was watching an interview. But they were like, what's your remote drop movie? And he was like, I've never heard the term before. What's that mean? It's like you're scrolling through the channels, you see it, you drop the remote, you watch it. He's like, probably Talladega Nights. He was like, it's such a, just a great comedy. Really? And I was like, huh. Hmm. See, mine's Goodfellas. Like every time I'm scrolling through the TV and I see Goodfellas, I'm like, I'm not doing anything for the next two hours. Open range. I'll just watch Good. That's a good one. I've seen it hundreds of times. Just watched it again the other day. I'll tell you what I need to watch here soon. Um, I need to watch The Prestige again. I've been thinking about it a lot lately for some reason. Prestige. I've been thinking about it. blown away. Yeah. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I'm like, 
because my cousins fucking um, told me this story about three four months ago about how like uh, my cousin Paul's up not <laughs> one night watched the Prestige and Elijah went to go take a piss and he's like sitting he sat down to piss right and he could just hear Paul's bedroom he just hears the Prestige playing and he told me he just sat there for twenty minutes listening to the Prestige <laughs> and I'm like why didn't you get up and he's like he was about to Prestige <laughs> he's like I had to continue sitting. <laughs> but uh dude it's such a good fucking movie it is it's an amazing movie now there's one movie he uh actually directed that i've never seen i'm you uh probably have neither it's with robin williams and al pacino it's like one of the first ones he did it's called insomnia nope yeah no i heard that's really good and that's the only that one i've seen uh memento i didn't like memento no i don't really like it either but i, I want to watch insomnia yeah, I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah. Watched Heat last night, speaking of Al Pacino. Fucking amazing. It's such a good it's movie. It's such a good fucking movie, dude. That's back when Pacino was actually good at acting. Yeah. Does it ever depress you when, like, Kim and Robert De Niro just show up in some fucking Mongolwood movie and it's just like, I mean, did you guys just completely stop giving a fuck about acting? Like, what? Like, no, they're just fucking 90 years old. I know, man, but it's like. They you just can, don't got it anymore. I know. But, I mean, they're, but, they're trying to piece together, like, how the fuck they're going to make it through a day. <laughs> it's just so depressing, man. You see these guys like The Godfather and Heat and Goodfellas, and you're like, dude, I know you can do like something else other than The Intern. Have you seen The Intern with Robert De Niro? No. It makes you want to throw up. It's with him and Anne Hathaway, and he's a 70-fucking-year-old man who's an intern at some new tech startup, and he's just like, just the, the, like, the worst movie like he's ever been in. I mean, you got to think, dude. When Heat was made, Pacino was probably 50. 50. The perfect age for acting. Yeah. Because uh, people think about acting, they're like, oh, no, you're perfect when you're on 23, but you truly like, gain all your powers at around 47 to 50. Like, where Leo is at right now, we're about to see Leo go through probably probably the greatest stretch of his acting career. Yeah. As crazy as this. I know you're a diehard Leo fan. Yeah. I I just, I'm just... I'm a diehard dude. He's just... It's not necessarily because his looks. I mean, he's a, he's a fairly good-looking man. He's not ugly. No. I know you probably think he's a little bit ugly. It, I just, I mean, I just, he's a good actor, but I, I'm just, I can't hop on the, okay, on the, okay, greatest right. train, like the greatest ever train. Okay, yeah. All right, so I'm going to pose it like this, because this would probably tell me a lot. You put him head to head against, head to head up against Matt Damon. Yeah. You think it's about stalemate or you think Matt Damon's better? I think they're about the same. About they're the same. They're both good actors. Yeah. Matt Damon's never been in something where I'm like, holy fuck, that was just... I agree. Amazing. The the actually the best thing he's been in was probably his break it was like Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. I wish he would get back to doing more shit like that where he was actually acting. You ever notice people like actors who were like uh and this might be like this might be what you think about like Leo. You ever see actors were like they're not playing a character. They're, they're playing just, themselves. They're playing themselves. Yeah. I feel like that's just Matt Damon every time he's on the screen. Yeah, he's always just Matt Damon. He's Matt Damon. Like he's, I saw, he's always good. He's always solid. Yeah, so he's he's like never gonna. He's not capable of turning like a bad performance. But yeah. you just see him when you're like, but but okay, like there's no memorable movie where it blew you the fuck away. Yeah, like I don't know. There's actors that I think about, like when I think of Brad Pitt, uh, Legends of the Fall fucking amazing yeah it's amazing people hate that movie it's amazing yeah i don't know who the fuck hates that movie That's people talk shit about movie. it's amazing it's so fucking good it's, Every it's like time. like does that same thing that forrest gump did where it's like you're in for the whole story it's and episodic. there's so yeah. much in one movie yeah 
it's, it's like you're watching a bunch of little movies. Yeah, it's like you're watching like an entire lifetime before yeah. your eyes. Yeah, it's great. Um, Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump, like uh, Tom Hanks is great. Denzel Washington, American great. Gangster, fucking great. American Gangster, so good. Have you seen um, Have you seen The Insider with Russell Crowe? Now, Pacino, you need to watch that one. That's pretty good. Um, God, dude, I watched it. Oh, I'll tell you what I watched about six months ago. And this is like what, Russell like, Crowe, Gladiator. Russell Crowe's fucking good. Uh, six months ago, we talked about like that episodic, like, like lifetime thing. Mm. Um, Kingdom of Heaven. I, dude, okay, I'm dude, gonna be honest. I hear you talk about it all the time. I've never seen Kingdom of Heaven. It's so, dude, watch the director's cut. It's three and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're gonna have to, like, Clearly, you're going to have to cut out like a piece of your day to watch this, or like yeah. at night. Or you can just start like eight o'clock at night and watch it to, like eleven thirty. The director's cuts three and a half hours. It starts out with Orlando Bloom basically being like a peasant, like us in France. Okay, mm-hmm. and by like the end of the movie, it's been like three years, and he basically saves Jerusalem because this is like real fucking like. Well, I mean, you don't know how much is true, but it's based off true events, right? Yeah. And uh, so many good dudes. It's Liam Neeson, Orlando Bloom, uh, Edward Norton, fucking uh, dude who played um, Alfred in the New Justice League, uh, Jeremy Irons, mm-hmm. um, Brandon Gleeson, just a fucking shit ton of great actors. And it's all about the Crusades. So it's about like basically, like I bring up the Crusades a lot, like Templar Knights. Well, like one of the greatest, like if you like Gladiator, you are going to fucking love this movie. Yeah, love Gladiator. Oh, it's so fucking good. I'm excited for Gladiator too. I, I don't know. You don't know about it? They're gonna. I just. I'm afraid. You're afraid. They're I'm afraid fuck. they're gonna try to capture something from the first one, and it's just gonna be fucking horrible. Yeah. It did. What's crazy about the first one is that they caught Russell Crowe on one of the greatest heaters of all time. Yeah. And I think that one like basically established him as like one of the premier actors of that generation. You know, you can also get caught in like fucking acting hell, like where you just get typecast in the oh, same yeah. fucking movie. Yeah. Like I think about it, uh, like Gerard Butler. If you casting hell, yeah, he's been locked in. Have you seen, um, goddamn, the one where he's in prison and he's still enemy of the state? No, he's 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 in prison and he's still killing everybody. Law abiding citizen. Yes. Yeah, I'm a movie. I fantastic movie, amazing yeah. movie. Ever since, and then ever since then, he's been in shit like White House Down. I know. Or fucking Olympus has fallen. Yeah, it's he's in acting hell. Yeah, I think uh, or maybe he's not. He doesn't have to really do much, and then he just no. Makes I mean, a shitload of money. We say it's acting hell, but like for him, it's great because he's just getting paid millions to do shit movies. I think what we mean by like what we mean by like acting hell is that you can't do any more cool movies. Yeah, you can't do anything that's interesting anymore. You know? Hugh Jackman. You think he's casting hell? He was for a long time. Because Wolverine. I mean, he he even talked about it. Because how Wolverine. much he hated it. Yeah, and he was Wolverine, and everybody only knew him as Wolverine. But he's in thing. He's a great actor, like Prestige. Prestige. And for some reason, he's going back to the well. And I think money. I think it has to happen, though, for Deadpool. Yeah. I think it's going to be... Unless Disney fucking takes a huge shit on it. Yeah, they probably will. Yeah. I heard it's going to be De- uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. That would be dope. That'd be fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. If he just killed everybody. It has nothing to do with Marvel. He does that to save everybody. Not really. In his own head. But he ends up just fucking everything up. Yeah. Because he like goes back and he like... Uh, like he he like smashes the spider that's gonna bite Spider Man so then Spider Man mm. doesn't ever happen. Yeah, he like saves Bruce Banner. 
he like basically prevents everyone from getting superpowers, but then all the supervillains still exist. So then, so he has to go back in time again and do it all over again. Yeah, and then he just fucks. Yeah, it. it's 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 a fun, fun little comic book. Yeah, yeah. But back to Chris Nolan. Okay, so my favorite is Interstellar, and then I'll go like you said, Dark Knight trilogy mm-hmm. over again. For third, it's in between Inception and Tenet for me. Inception. I, 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 yeah, I probably need to see Tenet at least three more times to understand to it. understand what the fuck I just watched. Yeah, but I'll say this: when we're talking about favorite directors, like I think I said before, my favorite director is David Fincher, but like Christopher Nolan is probably like one B for me. And you know, the more you said the other day about Quentin Tarantino, the more I think about like, yeah, his movies are really fun to watch. They are. Yeah, They're a great time. It, but I don't feel different after I watch them. Yeah, Interstellar affected me. I felt, you, you know, like you ever watch a Quentin Tarantino movie and you're like, it was fun. They're, they're, they're really fun movies to watch. But afterwards, you're like, I just don't feel anything. Yeah, they're just fun movies to watch. Yeah. You watch, they weren't like, moving. After I watch Interstellar, I will think about like, I'll watch it fucking today if I want to. I'll yeah. think about it for two weeks afterwards. Oh, yeah. I watch The Prestige. I'm like, dude. He yeah, prestige. Those are <laughs> fucking prestige. He fucking prestige. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think. What else is he doing? I can go to my letterbox real quick. There's probably others we're not thinking about. You know who else is one of like not very often talked about actor? Who? That just put out some fucking amazing movies. Now he doesn't really do any movies. Vigo Mortensen. Yeah. Dude, He's great. A History of Violence is, so is one of my favorite movies ever. Is I have it on Blu-ray downstairs. It's so fucking good, dude. Have you seen Eastern Promises? Yeah. So yeah, it's amazing. Like, yeah, amazing. He did like two, basically like two mob movies with the same guy, uh, David Cronenberg. Um, History of Violence, though, dude. I like when he goes to Philly, and he meets his brother. I guess the guy's name is Joey in the movie. Mm-hmm. He's like Joey, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, but it's so fucking cool when he just like literally ices everybody at the end of the movie and goes home. Although I'll say that movie was a little bit disturbing because it was one of the most like disturbing sex scenes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah, him, wait, wait, right on the what, stairs. Right on the stairs. Afterwards, she like hits him. I'm like, what the fuck was that, dude? Yeah, but you do Eastern. Dude, when he kills those three dudes in his front yard, though, it's so awesome. It's you, you like see him just come uncaged, and he smashes that dude's yeah. fucking face off. Yeah, you're just like, whoa, he's yeah. a badass. That movie's based off a uh, comic book series. Really? Yeah, graphic novel. And then he turns around and he puts out maybe the best trilogy to ever be made, What's ever. Lord oh, of the Rings. God. Let's, uh, okay, so that's right. what started movies for me. No, me, yeah, me too. When I watched the okay, so me and my cousin uh, Gooch, right? Every time I went up north, I immediately do because he's like one of the biggest Lord of the Rings fans. I'd get up there and at like eight years old, right? We'd put in the fellowship and it would be on, dude. And the next day we'd watch the uh, two towers. And before I went home, we'd watch Return of the King. And I had never been happier every time I went up there when we finished Return of the King. Dude, we would hug, and I'm like, we did it again. <laughs> we drilled out. We, we drilled out again, bro. And in the meantime, we'd play with... He had like a, like a Lord of the Rings game on like PlayStation 1 or 2 or something like that. One of the best games ever, dude. And dude, we would just... I mean, it was like, there was nothing better in the world. Dude, I had I had all of the Lord of the Rings stuff, man. I had all the action figures. Oh, dude. I had a chess set. I had fucking Narasil. Yeah. You know what's crazy about Lord of the Rings is that, like, dude, you... uh, So, you watched it as a kid. It's amazing, right? But for some reason, 
you watch it when you get older and it gets better. It does. It gets even better. And somehow it seems like once every decade, they'll be like, all right, we've kept this one in the vault. Here's the extended director's right. edition mega cut. And it's like two more hours. Yeah. And like, dude, like Return of the King, I shoot you not. Know, I was like, at this point, four and a half hours long. Yeah. And I love it. And that's not even the longest takes. No. Apparently, the there's one out there. Look at so. I bet Peter Jackson has like an eight hour fucking Dude, there, it, I'm not even kidding. And I'm not kidding. I, I would watch that. Just sitting without having to piss one time. Look this up. I guarantee it's eight hours. Peter Jackson's a fucking goat. I think he did Big Fish too. The extended edition director's cut. I don't know which movie this is, is nine hours, three minutes. Are you shitting me? Nine hours, three minutes. The whole, if you were to watch the whole trilogy, it would take you 14 hours and 22 minutes. And I would watch it. Yeah. I would stay up and watch the whole fucking thing. But only Peter Jackson has it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's so, like his. So he's not going to release it to the public. I mean, he should. What else do you think would be in there? I don't know. I mean, we're, like, we're talking about five hours extra of shit. Yeah. I just don't know what else there is to show. Something. I saw something funny there. Something day. Peter Jackson's yeah. holding on to, like the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. It, it's such a man thing, too, because I saw something on TikTok there today, and it was like, uh, basically, it was like uh, the Lord of the Rings, but only when women are talking to each other. And just, <laughs> <laughs> just so it's, it's like Lord of the Rings, it starts, and it's just a scene where like this one woman is talking to her daughter, and then it cuts to the end. It's like that's it. That's I, I love it. the one where it's like Lord of the Rings, but only when Legolas talks to Frodo. Yeah, and he's like, "You have my bow," and then it's credits. Credits. This is the only words they and ever exchange. That's crazy. You think about it, you're like, "Oh my god, that is the only time you fucking talk to him." Frodo is probably like, "Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck is this guy?" Yeah, I love dude fucking Aragorn in that movie. Yeah, dude, that video I sent you the other day. <laughs> so gay, but this one was poetic. That I like. I want it inscribed on my coffin. <laughs> When everyone's talking to Frodo and he says, I would have followed you in the fires of Mordor. <laughs> like, Dude, it makes me want to cry every time I hear it. Yeah. I'm going to okay. play this on the podcast. Oh, fuck. Uh, folks, you're about to get a treat. This is like shit I look up in my, in my, uh, in my spare time here. Okay, here we go. Jack my phone up. Okay. <laughs> It's so good. I know. <laughs> it's so good, dude. It's so good. It is. You know, I just don't understand why they have such the homoerotic music over it. I don't care. <laughs> I would have gone with you to the end into the fires of Mordor. Hell yeah. It's so fucking good, dude. It is. And it's now they're coming out with a new... Uh, and the Hobbit's just fucking blue dick. I, I thought it was cool. In like in the moment when they were coming out, because you go ten years without like Lord of the Rings shit, yeah. and you're like, obviously, this is cool still. It's still Lord of the Rings, but then you just like, because I've watched like the trilogy since The Hobbit. It's like you watch it and you're like, I don't give a fuck anymore. It's, it's not Lord of the Rings. It's not Lord of the Rings. It's not even the same feel. It's no, it's not. It's something else. And people are like, oh well, it shouldn't be the same feel. It's it's like a more lighthearted. The difference is, Peter Jackson used all practical effects. 
on pretty much everything, everything. in that movie. It doesn't really look All like of those that. fucking orcs were fucking big dudes just fucking painted. Yes. And it like gives so much more to a movie. And you're kind of, I feel like you're kind of seeing that switch now in movies mm-hmm. where, you know, in the 2000s, when CGI started coming along, mm-hmm. it was almost like a bragging point. Like, oh, look how good our CGI is. Mm-hmm. And now every it, everybody's so done with CGI. Like, perfect example, Christopher Nolan, zero CGI in Oppenheimer. Yeah. Zero. Zero. They, I think they actually blew up a fucking bomb somewhere. They did. Not a nuclear bomb, but no. a fucking bomb. A fucking bomb. I mean, obviously, you're going to change a little bit of what the bomb looks like. Yeah. Because, you know, you're not going to fucking set off an atom bomb in the desert and film it. You know, but they changed like some of it's, it's a little CGI, but they're not going to CGI a bomb going off. No, he zero CGI in the entire movie. Everything is really? done with a practical effect. Zero CGI. And that to me, like when you're watching something, like just adds so much to the movie versus the exact opposite end. The Flash somehow had some of the worst CGI. Are you saw the Flash? No, I've just seen okay. the clips of it. Yeah. For having the worst CGI yeah. like ever. Have you seen that picture of Henry Cavill? Mm-mm. Dude, they CGI'd him in and, and it's... Fuck. Dude, it's despicable. I see this fucking piece of dog shit. This is why people are fucking... This is why they have a strike right now. Because people are going to worst their jobs. It's probably not one. Dude, it's so bad. Dude, uh, I'll I, tell you I don't understand how the fuck you... I gotta find it. Something that Lord of the Rings has done, though, that, like, a superhero movie will fucking never do. Like, not even The Dark Knight did this. And I don't know if you can believe this. Or, like, or even if you know it, I don't know if you can, like, remember it. But, like, Lord of the Rings won the Oscar for Best Movie in 2004. Yeah. Yeah, they won Best Picture. I can't think of another fucking movie that's going to do that. That comes out with, like, Marvel or DC or something. I think here lately, honestly, there's just been... Shit, fucking movies. I think movies have just gotten worse. Yeah, I agree. That's where, like, when you see a good movie lately, and like, I freak out about it because, like, I saw Babylon like eight months ago. Mm-hmm. I freaked out about it. I'm like, oh, so fucking like, it was a good movie. It's great, you know. But like, it was one of the first good movies I've seen in a long time that wasn't dog shit. I cannot believe if Oppenheimer is bad, I'm gonna kill myself. There's no way it's gonna be. I'm bad. gonna hang myself. There's zero way it's gonna be bad. Audience, mark my words. If it's bad. I, oh, here it is. You're not getting this podcast anymore. These are these are legit photos. I don't know about that one on the left, but that is the actual photo from the movie of Henry Cavill. CGI'd in. That is fucking... It's like some PS3 graphics. Despicable. That is so bad. I want to fucking off myself. That is so bad. I don't know how you can give that to okay if you're a studio. Because they, they just would, make money. I mean, that's... No, well, like, you know what it is. And, like, I know we've been getting some flack on using, like, certain words in this podcast. So I'm like, <laughs> I can say it. But, like, dude, that is the direct result of fucking idiots going to the movie theaters and just being brain dead and watching movies for fucking whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's a result of, like, a bunch of, like, a class of lazy stupid fucking mind-numbing idiots going to the movies and watching the new Fast and Furious movie. I can't say it. I can say it another way. But that, that, that's like the simplest I'm going to put it. Like, I think it's just... I don't know why people don't want to go to the movies and watch good fucking movies. Like, why would you not just... Why would everybody not go to the movies and see Oppenheimer instead of going seeing 
John Cena and The Rock have gay sex for two hours on screen. It, that's basically what it is. They're having like literally like some fucking male like pseudo intellectual version of gay sex on screen for two and a half hours. I don't. Who gives a fuck anymore? I mean, like, dude, if Dune Two does not have the biggest box office pool of the year in October, I'm gonna kill myself. It's fucked. I, I just finished the book two nights ago. Mm. Davin is one of the greatest stories ever told. The, this movie is about to be fucking incredible. This movie is about to be if if and they did the first movie justice because they did just like the book. So I'm assuming the second movie is going to be like following the book just as good. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. It's going to be up there with Lord of the Rings. Who's doing three movies? They're doing uh, the first two movies are going to be based off the first book. Second book is uh, Dune Messiah. Uh-huh. It's going to be up there with Lord of the Rings. I hope. I'm just I'm trying to think of movies that I've seen recently that you know like I really really enjoyed. I saw I saw Air. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was, it was all right. I mean, it didn't like like in, like okay, like in the moment I was like, oh, it's like four and a half five stars. I've kind of settled down since then. But that's what we're talking about. Like, I get so excited when I see anything that's good yeah. in movies that I'm so quick to give it five stars. Because I'll just fucking watch something that, like, makes me want to off myself. I'm like... Annihilation's probably the best one I've watched in a while. Really? Yeah. That was 2018. What about... Okay, you like... It, it got me, like, really thinking. Yeah. I was like, that was... The music score was just so good. Yeah. That ending was so yeah. fucking good. And I think that's really what we're thinking, like what we're talking about when we talk about good movies. We're talking about movies that actually make you think. Yeah. Like you'll be at your job on a random Wednesday and you'll think about that movie and think about it more. And it's just like, dude, you go see Fast and the Furious and literally you can be one of those people that's a vegetable hooked up to a machine at the hospital and you'll still comprehend what's going on. Yeah. And then you, there's, you can't tell me otherwise. You can literally be brain dead like your mom is talking to your dad, right? And like, oh, she just pulled the fucking plug and your dad's like, hold on, okay, Fast X just came out. <laughs> and they roll a TV in front of your bed and you're like, you give a thumbs up somehow. Like, you're able to actually work your thumb. And you're like, thanks, mom. Vin Diesel was awesome. <laughs> but dude, I mean, that's what we're talking about, really. Yeah. There's, I just don't feel like there's really a lot of care put into movies anymore. No, it's just money. Yeah. And like the good directors who are still making good movies, it's like those people are getting shut out because their movies aren't pulling in like $500 million from box office. So the A, they don't care as much because they're like, fuck it. No studio is going to give me what I want to do this movie. You know, that's where Martin Scorsese is going to like Apple and Netflix to do his shit. Dude, I unfortunately, man, I think that that's, that's just going to be the way of the future. So then basically the movie theater is going to be reserved for brain dead movies for fucking idiots to see. After Cash they, grab movies. So they're going to go to Applebee's then go see Fast X 2 and then they're going to go home and get to play Risk for three hours. I, I mean... And have fat sex. <laughs> and, and fatly have sex. <laughs> like... <laughs> As they as they fatly <laughs> make popcorn in the microwave and have sex to keep it off. Say <laughs> to say fatly. <laughs> you think about it today. I have a buddy named Bryce, and he was walking down the stairs earlier, and um, 
I looked at this other guy. I'm like, you notice how Bryce just fatly walked down the steps and like his feet cushioned into the steps <laughs> so you didn't hear a single fucking, a single sound as you walked down. But um, yeah, man, I mean, that's just the state of the fucking movies. It's sad. It's really sad. Oppenheimer's going to blow it open. I hope so. It's going to be good. Killers of the Flower Moon is going to be good. I'll watch that. Uh, I'll watch Doom Part 2 probably eight times. Yeah. No, I'm not even exaggerating. Do you want that book to read it? No, I'm reading fucking uh, Game of Thrones right now. Oh. Are you thinking about reading the Cormac McCarthy books I told you about? I am. Okay. Once I finish. I'm reading that and I'm reading Invincible. Invincible? Yeah. Based off like the football movie? No. Uh, the, the comic series. Oh, really? I bought the compendiums, so I have them all now. Comic books. So we're talking about like Invincible or Unbreakable? Invincible. Have you seen it on Amazon Prime? Mm-mm. Dude, watch it. Okay. Yeah. It's like a comic movie? Yeah. It's it's an animated show. Oh, okay. Based off the comics. Oh, is that the one with the guy who looks like he's fucking like a... He's uh, voiced by... J.K. Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Okay. Dude, yeah. it's fucking amazing. Yeah. I, I, watched, it's, I watched it, I don't know, probably a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, people kept telling me to watch it, keep telling me to watch it. And I started mm-hmm. the first episode like four times. And I was like, this mm-hmm. is fucking gay. Yeah. Like, why am I going to watch this? <laughs> it's stupid, yeah. And then it... Isn't it like anime, kind of? Or no. just straight cartoon? It's it's animated, but it's okay. not like anime, anime style. Okay. And then it ends, and you're like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. That was intentional. Yeah. There's something up today with, like, black teens watching anime, and I really don't understand what's going on there. Dude, there's a lot of people that are, like, super into anime. I'm, I couldn't be less into anime. I couldn't. I, it's, not, it's not possible for me. And to I've given it the old college try. Have These you? people are like, you gotta watch What'd this. What'd you try, like, Naruto? Amazing. No. I haven't tried since I was 10 years old, and I collected Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and I'm like, looking back, that's anime, right? And these are adults that I'm talking about. Not even kids. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like, adults that are, like, big jack dudes that, like, go to the gym with me. And they're like, dude, you see that newest episode of Demon Slayer? I'm like, what the fuck is Demon Slayer? Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta watch it, man. Nope. See, like, it's seeping in the movie, too. Like, we talked about Creed 3 a couple weeks ago. And since then, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that two stars. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. I gave it three and a half when it came out. Once again, anything that's slightly good these days, I give it, like, I'll, I'll be so high in emotion. I'm like, oh, it's four stars. No, Creed like, 1 was good. It like tied it in with Rocky. Yeah. You had the nostalgia. It was cool. And then the next two movies, they were like, all right, yeah, fuck Rocky. This is yeah. our own series. Yeah, I'm going to give Creed 3 two stars now. But um, I mean, like the whole anime thing is even like seeping into the movies. Once again, I think about anime. I think about people fatly having sex after. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to bat. Like, I have like watched some. I mean, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm gay and nerdy too. I'm not, don't, I'm not one of. I want to act like I'm not one of those people, but I'm just gay and nerdy for like cool shit, like Lord of the Rings. Like to get into like Naruto at 26 years old would require much more. I'd have to put all my gay nerd in like energy into a separate vacuum for it to only go to Naruto. It's not. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. Yeah, maybe I missed. Maybe I'm missing something. But yeah, I, I just can't get into it. I think both. I think. We're both missing something. I think we weren't born with there's with, a like, lot of people that are like, this is the best thing on TV. Yeah. And I'm like What if like the next AIDS virus is like people being into anime <laughs> and you have to Pfizer's coming out with like a like an anti like an anti like anime virus vaccine. <laughs> do you <laughs> let me do the commercial kick in my head. Let me do it with the music. 
Oh, thank you. Uh, all right, so we're going to have D. Schneids on. I'm excited for that one now that I know he's wants to get in the fold. Um, you got me thinking about boxing movies now. Another one of my favorite movies okay. of all time. <laughs> yeah. I got to fucking throw out there. Yeah, go ahead. Dude, Cinderella Man. It's so fucking good, bro. It's one of the best sports okay, movies. Listen. One of the best movies, period, ever okay, made. Okay, so first time I saw that within like 15 years. I have another good story about a movie. I've wanted to tell you this for three weeks. It just makes me laugh every time. But so, um, okay, so Cinderella Man, it was Christmas Eve. I was locked up, right? Okay, I'm like in the pen. Okay. Yeah. So I have this tablet we can watch movies on. Got psyched up all day. I'm like, I'm going to fucking rent movies tonight. That's my Christmas Eve treat. <laughs> I ran Cinderella, man, all two and a half hours, right? Yeah. I fucking, I got so stoked on Cinderella, man. I fucking like, Paul Giamatti is the fucking man, okay? Him and Russell Crowe, yep. the best. By the end of it, Christmas Eve, it's 11 o'clock at night. Bro, I'm on my side, a little tablet next to me. I'm munching on some fucking peanut butter and crackers I bought in commissary. I'm like, this is, shit is sweet, bro. Valhalla. Okay, <laughs> I, f- I found happiness in the darkness, okay? I'm like, dude, I got done. I'm crying. I'm crying to myself. I'm like, I don't want to go to bed yet. We're bringing me Joe Black. It's a three and a half hour movie, bro. Did I stop halfway through to charge my tablet? I did. Did I resume afterwards? <laughs> yes. Did I cry again? I did. When me Joe Black, <laughs> when Anthony Hopkins went up the hill to die, have you seen me? Yeah. When he went up the hill to die and came back and it was just Brad Pitt and he's like, oh, uh, uh. he's got blonde hair. He's all stupid and shit. I'm like, shit is sweet. Christmas Eve was awesome. But yeah, center old man, like, one of the one of the most pinnacle moments of being locked up was watching that at Christmas Eve. Fucking amazing movie. Great boxing movie. Oh, amazing movie. Like when they shoot the dude and he's like straight up icing dudes in the boxing ring, like killing him. Mm. And Russell Crowe's like, I don't give a fuck. And it's a true story. Yeah. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna fight that dude. It do it means so much more because of like the depression and how poor everybody was. Yeah. And like oh. Do you remember that scene when he brings home some meat and he feeds it to his daughter and his wife is like, you got to eat something. He's like, no. And he pretends to eat it and he's like, I can taste it. Mm-hmm. And he's like making his daughter feel better about the fact that he literally can't eat. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that is what being a man is. Fucking is. And then he go and fight. And then go and fight to feed your family. Yeah. So fight that. Fuck Creed, bro. Creed will never touch that shit. No. That dude, that dude had like how many millions of dollars? He's like, I'm gonna fight my childhood best friend because he's all he has a bunch of black pent up anger and he just got out of prison. I have to fight him because I have male bravado. It's like it made no sense. No sense at all. Like hey, he, he literally would, did what you told him to do, do, and now you're upset because he did it. And he won. Yeah, you know, like the whole premise of the movie, like so you, you help your buddy out. He asks you for a title shot. You give him the title shot. He wins the title, and then you're mad at him you're for winning him. the title. So now you guys have to fight. I was like, why? Like, why? What was the whole point? One of the worst ideas for a movie all the time. Yeah, seriously. One of the worst. Okay, Terrible. so this last thing about a movie, because <laughs> it makes me funny. I was talking about, um, so good thing today, we're doing a movie podcast. Eventually, I was going to have my brother on to do like a like a movie podcast as well, because I've been, you know, educating him on stuff. He's really into movies. But um, that's going to have to be a little different, though, because, like, when I get around him, I usually have to edit the podcast because, like, he's just like me. So, we, like, if, if we don't have supervision while we're doing this, we will pop off because <laughs> we are, like, da- like dark-minded at heart, right? <laughs> I started to think about, like, okay, so, like, back in the day, have you heard of, of uh, the movie called uh, Simon Birch? Yeah, it's fucking horrible. Okay, listen. <laughs> so, folks, <laughs> folks, the movie... <laughs> I shit you not, is about this little 12-year-old midget who is really in the God, right? 
And uh, that's basically the premise the of the movie. The most depressing movie it's, like, so depressing. ever made. Well, this is why it's funny. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's a 12-year-old midget who's like super into God. Okay. Me and my brother, my brother's like eight, right? I'm 11. We watch this with my dad. I shit you not, 30 times when I was a kid. I, every time we'd be scrolling TV, dad would be like, oh my God, kids get in here. Simon <laughs> like, purchase on again. Watch, and, his, no, watch but, his little midget no. drown again. <laughs> but dude, it's not because it was dramatic. We would sit in front of the TV and laugh hysterically. <laughs> For two hours. Every time this kid would talk, me and my brother and dad would be laughing to the point of tears. <laughs> like, look at this midget talk about God again. <laughs> Do you know what I'm kidding? Like, my dad was like 30, 35. I'm like 11. No, he's like, my dad was like 21 when he had me. So he'd be like 31, just a little older than me. I'd be like 11. My brother's eight. And we would just sit from TV up until the point where I was like 15 years old. We did this. Like, every time I killed my Mason, get down here. Simon Burns is on the kid. And me and my brother and my dad would laugh like we're watching Step Brothers. Just, and dude, the only point in time we get sad is the bus scene, but then afterwards we'd start laughing at the thought of Simon Birch. Like that part where uh oh fuck they dude, dude, like uh they're doing the play and they have a little Simon Birch as an angel up in the sky. My dad would be laughing fucking hysterically. Me and my brother would be on the ground rolling just at the thought of little midget Simon Birch up in the sky as an angel. No, he wasn't an angel. He was a uh, fuck. What was he? Uh, in the play, they had him as uh, Jesus Christ as a baby. <laughs> so this chick would be swaddling Simon Birch in her arms during the play. Oh, that's so that's good. pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that's dude. That's truly like, like why me and my brother are like. Fucking necromancers, like just the the just the memories of laughing hysterically at a midget who's in the god, <laughs> who's like knows the Bible from front to back. It's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> just dude, have you seen the movie Peanut Butter Falcon? It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I, I, I like refuse to watch it for so long, just because generally that subject matter just makes me really sad. Yeah, it makes me depressed. Like radio, yeah, sad as fuck. What was it in the early 2000s where they started doing a bunch of special needs movies? Rain Man, Forrest Gump, Radio, the one with Sean Penn. Oh, God. You want to talk about a depressing fucking movie? That I Am will, Sam. That one will make you kill yourself. Yeah. You'll, just, you'll want to kill yourself after that movie. It was, no, like, it was such a good movie, but there's nothing redeeming about it. Like no. you, just, you just feel bad. The thing that's weird about Rain Man, too, is that like it wasn't a redeeming story at all. Tom Cruise is basically like... Just using his brother. One of the worst people of yeah. all time. He's like, I'm going to use my brother with Down syndrome. <laughs> to, <laughs> to fucking make a shitload of money. To make a shitload of money. And but I, then they become friends at the end after uh, they've made a shitload uh, of money. <laughs> but there's one part in the movie where Tom Cruise is with him. He's like, oh, fuck, Ray. Did you fart? <laughs> he's like fucking just basically calling him like a mongoloid throughout the movie, too. He's just like, oh, don't mind my brother with Down syndrome. <laughs> but, dude, it's like it's one of the most despicable movies of all time. And I think it won the Oscar. It did. Oh, that's the big thing too. Like it, it to basically lock yourself in for like an Oscar spot back then. You basically had to portray a, like a person with Down syndrome. Dude, I think the Oscars are bullshit. Oh, they're completely every bullshit. time if somebody wins an Oscar, it's like some fucking movie I've never even heard of. Yeah, and see, people get mad at Tropic Thunder, but the reason Tropic Thunder is a movie is because you had all those Down syndrome movies. Which led Ben Stiller to be like, you know, fuck it, dude. I'm going to make fun of all these people. I'm just going to have fucking Chuck. Make Thunder. one of the best fucking greatest comedies ever. 
I'm going to do Silly Jack, or what's it called? What's it called? Simple Jack. Simple Jack and Blackface, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> so funny. So funny. Yeah, but I don't know what the fucking deal with like all those. I just don't know. It was, it was weird. It was like either you had, oh, there's another movie called Awakenings where Robert Downey um <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Robert did <De- laughs> Robert De- Downey Jr. Robert De Niro basically had Down syndrome. And it's just like, who's this for? Like, you know how we talk about slave movies sometimes? We're like, who is this for? Yeah. Black people can't. I don't like to watch it. It's not fun. I mean, we only, okay, like, we cut this out a long time ago. But we were 16 the first time we watched Toilers a Slave. And we're like, we were like watching it in our underwear, crying (laughs) with the windows open, wind coming through. One of the funniest things all the time looking back. Yeah. Not the, the, the movie's not funny. But it's funny that we were 16 sitting in our underwear watching it crying on a spring day while the, while the windows were open. But like, you know that movie, and it's like, I guess I don't have to watch that ever again. Yeah, it's don't, not something you want to watch again. Don't really, it makes me mad and sad the whole time. Yeah. Like, really sad. You remember how big of a dick Michael Fassbender was in that movie? Yes. He was so fucking evil, dude. You're like, oh, I don't know why you would want to watch this for enjoyment. And then you go to you like, know, and I think you know it's it's like an educational piece, and I get that, but yeah, you're only gonna watch it once. Like no, no, nobody's like, oh, you know what? Let's let's throw on Twelve Years a Slave and just feel like shit for three hours. For three hours, yeah. And every time, dude, that you because like I'm probably the only one of like ever a group that watches like actual television still. Mm-hmm. Every time I watch this, I mean, every time I have watched it since, it's on the BET channel. And I'm like, why? Of all movies, they play that and Django Unchained. And I'm like, why? Are you? Re- do you really think people want to watch this? Yeah, and, like, I, I want to watch Django Unchained. That's actually a really like a really good movie. Yes, yeah, but it's, like this is like it's like a silly take on the whole thing. One of my one of the funniest movies, dude. Except that scene. Which I skip by it, dude. I really do. The dude gets eaten by the dogs, dude. It's yeah, too much. It's fucking. It's it's, it's too, too much, much for me, and I'm into dark shit. Yeah. Like it's too. I should say I like dark shit. I don't like that kind of shit. I like like serial killer movies. Yeah, you know. But that, that was just that shit. I don't like that shit. That makes me want to like, makes you feel weird. It makes me feel happy about the thought of like humanity ending. Is like we're yeah. Or some kind of virus that's like overtaking the earth, but like, yeah, dude, I don't I, like. Quentin, and it just seems so out of place in that movie. Yeah, that is like a satirical take on the whole. It's not a comedy, but it has comedic elements. Yeah, the whole thing is taking a dark subject matter and like making it. Like, I don't know how to say. It. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It just in a in a fairly lighthearted splatter gore, you know, shoot 'em up movie. All of a sudden, that came and that was like that was like real yeah. and like really dark, and then it went back to being not. Yeah, like <laughs> spaghetti western. Yeah, I think that was Quint. Because when you make that kind of movie, obviously you feel the pressure to remind people that this is a bad... Yeah. Uh, but you don't, you know... Maybe that's what it was there for. To be I, like, yeah, I think it was him like giving you like a reminder like, oh yeah, don't forget, like this shit actually fucking happened. Like this yeah. isn't just like... It uh, wasn't a spaghetti what, what, Yeah, this is like 
slavery happened. Yeah, but, but that, that 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 was a pretty tough one. To me, I don't know. Like when you want to do that, it almost begs the question: like, well, why even make the movie then? Because yeah. if you want to, like, to me, when I sit down for a movie, typically I like to feel the same thing. I shouldn't say typically, but like some, like most of the time. I like to feel the same thing the whole way through the movie. Yeah. I don't like to feel happy and then feel fucking horrible about myself and feel happy again. You know, Interstellar is one of those things where I don't mind it because I feel like, oh, this is See, awesome. See, I like cool. taking the ride. I like taking the ride. Yeah, but it's just like some, I don't know. Like his, I don't like it to end and me still feel like shit. <laughs> like Seven? Like yes. you watch Seven and you're like, well, I guess we're just fucked. Dude, I watched one of those... It was, it's been years ago, one of those fucking, uh, like, cheesy-ass love movies. Yeah. But basically, it had Daenerys Targaryen in it. I don't know her real fucking name. Yeah. Um, and she was, like, caring for this paralyzed fucking billionaire. Yeah. And they, like, fall in love and the whole thing, and it's, like, beautiful. And, like, this dude, like, realizes that, you know, he can still be happy, and she's happy with him, even though this guy's paralyzed. And then he goes to Norway and commits assisted suicide, and the movie's over. Yeah. And I was just like, why? Why did we watch this? Like, I was sitting yeah. there fucking snot, fucking down my mustache and everything. I was like, this is this is fucking horrible. <laughs> but you're okay with this sometimes, like, the end of, like, Gattaca, right? Jude Law basically burns himself to death. How'd that end? Uh, Ethan Hawke beats his brother that's a, that is superior to him in a race in the ocean. Yeah. Jude Law gives him everything he needs to live out his life as Jude Law. From the, you know, because he uses like his skin cells and shit like that. Mm. And uh, Jude Law gets in the thing where he uses to like burn all the extra shit. Yeah. He turns on the burner and just fucking lights himself on fire. And that should typically give you a feeling like, well, fuck, I just like, I feel empty now. But it doesn't because you see, here's the thing. You have to counterbalance it, right? You have to have a good thing and a bad thing happen at the same time. Mm. Like Interstellar, right? Sure, Matthew McConaughey's life is fucked, but he saved the Earth. And he meets his daughter at the end. And he meets his daughter at the end. Sad as fuck. Gattaca, Ethan Hawke did get retribution. He did be his brother, but Jula did fucking kill himself in a gas stove. Saving Private Ryan. Tom Hanks does die. But Matt Damon is alive. Alive with his family. See, we could write a screenplay if we really wanted to. We really could. We should sit down and write one. I'm thinking about this. There's a... I have a really good idea. I'll talk to you at a different time, but like I have a really good idea for one. I just need time. I have a couple ideas, dude. They all stem from crazy ass dreams that I've had. Me too. Yeah. I've had a couple where like I had this one where so like I told you before, like when I was locked up, I wrote an entire book, three hundred and fifty pages. Mm-hmm. Now, that's hard to do when you're handwriting. Yeah. Yeah, I'd spend like five hours every morning writing, uh, and I will type that bitch out and sell it someday. <laughs> Fucking listeners, you 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 wait for that book to get published. But anyway, dude, uh, I I had a couple ideas for a good uh, uh, screenplay while you know, like I was locked up, but I felt like I needed the input. One was a comedy. I felt like I needed the input of you and Joey in order to write it. Joey, maybe not so much. I don't know what he I think do. we could do a really good uh, like Seth Rogen. See, that was my idea movie. for it. Yeah. My idea was like, my idea was like a couple buddies go and get shipped off to prison. Like a Judd Apatow yeah. style yeah. film. Dude, do you know uh, that movie, uh, Funny People? Yeah. Great movie. One of my favorites. You know that was Judd Apatow's version of uh, of uh, The Great Gatsby? No shit. I think about it right now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Adam Sandler he meets his lost love, but she ends up choosing her like current husband at the end. Yep. Yeah, 
That was a great Leo movie. <laughs> great what? Great Gatsby. Great. Do you remember the first time we saw that at the drive-in? That was one that made me feel something. Made dude. me feel something. And you know what it really is? Like, the more I think about it, dude, a movie has got to have a good soundtrack. Okay, so... And Lana Del Rey yeah. in The Great Gatsby nice movie. was fucking amazing. Oh, made And Jay-Z. Yeah. And it's even better when you're at the fucking drive-in, you're 16, and we're on a double date, and we're like, dude... I want to be Jay Gatsby so fucking bad. I can be the great Gatsby. I can be the great Gatsby. Now, go back soundtracks. Another Leo movie we saw in theaters. I think this. I think you actually liked this one at the time. I don't know how you feel about it now, but we went to see The Revenant opening weekend. America, I, you know, I was actually just going to bring that up a minute ago when we were talking about Oscars. Because that, to me, was such an Oscar chase. Oh, yeah. Such an Oscar chase. Well, that was, that was like set him up, knock him down. As far as like Leo and like wanting to finally get... Because he's... Before then, he was nominated six times. And at that point in time, like, so many other people had got their Oscar already. Yeah. It's like, dude, you have to give one to Leo. He's, like, one of the best. You just got to give it to him. And uh, that was one where it's, like, clearly a chase, like you said, like an Oscar chase. And it was, like, an art house film. It wasn't the movie we thought it was going to be. We thought it was going to be, like, a cool fucking Western. No, it that boring, boring as fuck. As fuck. You it's just sad. sit there for four hours and watch a dude crawl through the snow. That is 90% of the movie. movie. And watch his son get killed yeah. by Tom Hardy. Well, that that's that's in the first fucking 30 minutes. The first 30 yeah. minutes opens up. They get attacked by Indians. That he was gets cool. attacked by a bear. That They're dragging cool. him. They kill his son. And then nothing happens. For 90 minutes. For the rest of the movie yeah. until the last 10 minutes. He chases Tom Hardy down the hill. They fight. Yeah. That, Besides that, yeah. you just watch a dude crawl through the snow. Yeah. That was kind of a dud. I think we got we got really excited for that one. You remember how excited we'd get back in high school when you showed each other like trailers, oh, yeah. movies. You remember when like, the Batman versus uh, Superman trailer dropped, and we're like, "This is it." And it sucked. And it sucked dick. It sucked so the most bad. dick. The biggest dick in the world. I don't understand why DC can't figure it the fuck <laughs> I don't out. Know why. It makes me so mad. Because, dude, I read their comic books. I'm like, this is superior material. Dude, watch their their animated movies are... Amazing. Best in class. And you just look at, like, the actual movies, and you're like, how are you this incapable? Outside of the Christopher Nolan movies, Man of Steel is fantastic. Fantastic. And that is it. That's it. The rest of them. Let me think here. I'm trying to think. Watchmen. Oh, yeah. You have five. Yeah, so you have Watchmen, Man of Steel, Chris Nolan Trilogy. I watched Watchmen again the other night. <sighs> so good. That'll that'll never be mainstream because it can't. No. Just doesn't fit in anywhere. You really? I that was that was an image comic, uh, same as Invincible. If they really wanted to, they could have turned that into two movies. Yeah, they should have. They should have done it to like watching part one, watching part two. Mm -hmm. You could have done the whole first movie as like setting up the entire superhero like group in like the early days, and then to slowly rope it in into like like Mister Manhattan. And then the second one evolves into basically like Rorschach going on the war path, and then getting in um, like the rest of the guys to go basically confront Mister Manhattan. Mm -hmm. You know, or uh, what's his face, uh, uh, Adrian Ozymandias. Oh, I thought it was Adrian. Adrian's his real name. Yeah, yeah, Adrian. Yeah, you could have done that in two movies. It would have been fucking amazing. It would have like, but then again, I don't mean. And Doctor Manhattan and the comedian dude are so fucking cool. So cool. The comedian is so cool. Even though the comedian's like one of the worst people. He's like of all a time. despicable human being. No, yeah, he's like. Have you seen the boys? Yeah. He's basically. Um, what's his name from the boys? Billy Butcher. No, he's basically a Homelander, but without oh, the yeah. powers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He has that same kind of like a like. That like mindset, 
And then, dude, the boys are so good. It's the best thing on TV. It's so good. It's the best thing on <laughs> it's TV. It's so good. You are, it's like, I cannot wait for season four. Is, every season just keeps topping the, the last The last season. season. And they're bringing in uh, Negan from The Walking Dead. And this last season? Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, Soldier Boy? Dude. Dude. What an arc. What a fucking arc, dude. You find out that he's fucking Homelander's dad. He like, doesn't give a fuck. Doesn't give a fuck. Dude, when Homelander's sitting there crying. Yeah. And he's like, we could be a family. Yeah. And he's like, you're a fucking, fucking pussy. pussy. He's like, like, I didn't stop fucking crying. Yeah. Remember, he's like, I don't know how you're my son. Yeah. He's like, because there's no way I would have a son that's this much of a fucking pussy. And Homelander just good rage quits, bro. Just kills everybody or tries to kill everybody. Yeah. Really, Maeve saves everybody. Yeah. Homelander was getting pieced the fuck up. Pieced the fuck up. Yeah. They probably could have killed him. I think Maeve could have because she stabbed him in the ear. Yeah. And clearly his insides or are fuck. not invulnerable. Yeah. Just the outside because yeah, the skin. Yeah, you can if you can get past the skin, it's pretty much over with. I don't know. And what, it's just it's such a crazy show, dude. Such a like yeah. Every season they'll show something that I'm like, wow, I would have never. Yeah. Like when that dude crawls inside that dude's dick. Oh, dude. And fucking, fucking explodes. explodes. Him. Like who the fuck thinks of that? It's so immoral, dude. Like yeah. the whole show. Like in like the reason I like it so much. Like we were shit talking like Marvel like two weeks ago, and we're like. This is stupid because, like, these guys would never be, like, holier than thou and, like, great and good and good for humanity. It just wouldn't happen. No. If an act- if this actually happened, Iron Man would basically start wars, fund them, get all the money, be one of the Rothschilds, just do that whole thing. Yep. Uh, Captain America wouldn't be holier than thou. He'd be getting pussy on a nonstop, like, a nonstop, like, sniz, like, just rampage right it just wouldn't be that like they wouldn't be trying to save it would be, like it would be the boys yeah 100 percent. that's how it would be it would just be one superior race of people exactly and they would it'd be like nazi germany and they tied in the whole nazi germany thing into the boys yeah that's where it started that's where it started it makes sense and then the government was just dosing people yeah in major spoilers yeah, I mean, guys, you gotta watch the boys. I mean, I know we just spoiled some shit, but dude, you gotta watch the boys. I didn't realize how good it was till last summer. Uh, last summer, and Merkel told me for like three years. He's yeah. like, "You have to watch the boys." And finally, like, I had this one buddy who's like, "Dude, have you seen the boys?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "I know you like the Sopranos." He's like, "You'll probably like it more than the Sopranos." I don't, but it's right under the Sopranos. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's almost just as good. It's fantastic, especially if you like superheroes. If you like that whole like shtick, and you're a gay nerd like me. You're gonna love. Them. I watched Dark Knight Returns Part One and Part Two last night. They animated so good. Yeah, it's so good. You see my graphic novel collection here in a second? Yeah, sure. Dude, it's so fucking good. And uh, it's all Batman, by the way. Yeah, and like you just see the scenes that they tried to do in Batman versus Superman. And somehow <laughs> it's laughable. They, they did a better job in a TV MA animated movie from yeah. like 2002. Than they did in the actual fucking movie. In the movie, yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't... It's the best Batman, dude. You know what they did is uh, they wrote the movie and they took the premise of the movie and they were like, how about we make this like um, fucking dumber? How about we take like what is actually like neatly written and fuck it up? Well, they made Batman such a pussy. Well, they made the whole premise behind him being mad. Dumb as fuck. The whole premise was Superman abandoned the Justice League and was now the government's like front man. And Batman was like, no, this can't be the way. He saw past the government. He's like, yeah. you, you're like, you're a puppet for the government. And Superman, he like his basic like whole thing was like, no, dude, like he like, he basically like disbanded the Justice League and was like, um, he was like Homelander now. 
you know? Yeah. He was like following like orders from the CIA and shit. And Bam was like, that's not who we were. And that's where they fight. Now, the reason they fight in the actual movie. Yeah, what is it? Like, I can't even remember why they fight in the fucking Because movie. Superman fucked up Metropolis, but it's like, if he didn't fuck up Metropolis, then Zod was going to kill the human race. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. They fucked it up. The whole the whole thing should have been Man Steel at the end. He makes that deal with the government. And then, in Batman versus Superman, he's even more than that. He's like, dude, I am the government. Yeah. I am, I am the CIA. I am the FBI. And Batman's like, no, fuck that, dude. You are, like, just like us. You're not going to... That should have been the premise of the movie. The whole premise of the movie was, I have to kill you to save mankind. Well, if he didn't save mankind to begin with, there would be and no mankind yeah, at all. would be dead. Or be dead. The we best can, part about Dark Knight Part 1 and Part 2 is just how badass Batman is. Like, he has some of the most badass lines ever. So badass. Like, dude, when he's fucking, uh, fucking up the uh, mutants yeah. leader, and he's like, you don't get it yet. He's like, this isn't a mud pit. This is an operating table. Yeah. And he, like, breaks all of his limbs. Yeah. Like, that's Batman. That's Batman, dude. Yeah. He's so gritty. I like when he's meeting with uh, Gordon at the very beginning, and... uh Gord just tell him like like enjoy retirement and he just starts talking about like all the fucking punks around the streets and he's like, dude, I'm about this close from going Super Saiyan. Or pretty much any any of the conversations he has with Superman. When after he fucks him up mm-hmm. and like beats him, and he's like, You remember he's like, You remember there's one man that can kill you. Yeah. It's so fucking good, dude. dude. Just it's, like, yes, dude, so I'm good. About to throw on a fucking cake. Yeah. Oh, how how good did we do today? We did it very good. Yeah, I think we fucking killed it, dude. Hour and thirty seven minutes. I had my I had my suspicions going in. I'm like, can two people do this? It didn't even feel Tavern. like an hour and thirty minutes. We did it. We did it. We did a two man podcast. This is something it. that few knocked it out of the park. Crushed it. This is something that few people can do. No lulling conversation. No. I mean, folks, if you don't like movies, you're probably not gonna like this, but. If you don't like movies, you can yeah. go fuck yourself. Okay, here's the thing. I put out the episode with Chavo, and we talked about weightlifting for two hours. Mm. I got a lot of listeners for that one, so fuck it. We're going to put out this one. You're going to like it. Yeah. So once again, guys, I have to tell you, patreon.com slash basementcradio. Please give, give us some money. money. Give me some fucking money. I'm going to get really pissed if you don't start donating. <laughs> I will find, I know where you live, <laughs> not specifically, I know what state you're in, and I know what town you're in, listeners. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Columbus, Indiana, you miserable fucks up there. Give me your money. You're 25% of our listeners from Indiana. Give me your money. Just Need some money. Just $5 a month. It's not that bad. All right, guys. Well, we are signing out. Yeah. I can feel, I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Hell yeah.